0: Well, this video is going to be fun, as I anxiously check Twitter to make sure OBJ hasn't signed with the Packers yet. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of PatCast, the podcast where you don't have to be But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Do I actually want OBJ on my team? Grossy. And today, we're going to be breaking down each game in the NFL Week 10 lineup and predicting the outcomes. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons. Uh, first, we got Ryan. And then we have Guillermo, stop cursing my team already, Contreras. Up in their membership. I haven't cursed the Raiders. I just wanted to be fair. That's all Brandon Perna. But a big shout out and thank you to you both. So last week, I went seven and seven. I split it. Went 500. Uh, I, I I, I bet on some horses I shouldn't have bet on. And there was also some upsets. On the ESPN Pick'em League, I'm 83 and 52, though in reality, I'm 84 and 52 because I did pick the Packers to beat the Bengals, but I didn't register. Bringing me to 1,742nd place, and there is a new number one, and by new, I mean old number one, but there's only number one, Gavin holding strong at 98 and 38. A very impressive record, Gavin, so keep on holding on as we head into week 10. Starting off with our first game, we got a Thursday night showdown between the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. Who schedules these things? The Baltimore Ravens coming off an exhilarating win in overtime against the Minnesota Vikings with 21 unanswered points. Lamar Jackson going, oh, you need me to go Super Saiyan? I got this thing. Oh, and he did. Lamar Jackson, crushing it, getting over 100 rushing yards, flinging the ball through the air, had two interceptions, but helped with Hollywood Brown getting over 100 yards, and the Ravens were clicking in the second half of that game. Meanwhile, the Dolphins, they won a game. You did it. You beat the Texans. Though uh, you lost to it because uh, his fingers all messed up. And so you're having the Ravens going up against the Dolphins, who are already struggling this year. it's being played in Miami, so maybe that'll give a slight edge uh, or at least advantage to the Dolphins. I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Lamar Jackson is going to run all over this team, and so I am going to pick the Ravens to get this W here. And the Dolphins, well, at least you have all those first-round picks this year. Oh, wait. Then heading into our next game, you got the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Dallas Cowboy. The Falcons, they didn't choke! They, they, I mean, they did a little bit, but they they still won the game, beaten the New Orleans Saints. Everyone was like, "Whoa, oh, look at you! Oh, look, look, look at you! Look at you! Look, you, you did that thing." Meanwhile, the Cowboys. <laughs> How about them Cowboys losing to the Denver Broncos, and not just by a little bit, by a lot of it. dominated the entire game. The Broncos almost had 200 rushing yards on this team, and the Cowboys had no answer whatsoever. Dak didn't look good. The offense struggled, and Trayvon Diggs, the best corner in the league, uh, didn't look like the best corner in the league. Now, going up against the Falcons, who, listen, they Kyle Pitts, Matt Ryan, could do some things. Calvin Ridley, obviously, not playing, so I don't think the Falcons are going to win this game. This probably will be a comeback game for the Cowboys, but if they lose again... Yeah, I'm gonna laugh. Moving on, you got the New Orleans Saints taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Saints uh came back, but it wasn't enough against the Atlanta Falcons. So much so that they're like, wait a minute. I lost? I'm not supposed to lose. Let me see the script. Meanwhile, the Titans absolutely demolished the L.A. Rams uh, on the road without Derrick Henry, and it really wasn't their offense. It was their defense that suffocated Matt Stafford, suffocated that offense, didn't allow them to do anything. They didn't score a touchdown until the fourth quarter, and the Titans looked real, real good. And all of a sudden, people look at the Titans going, wow, are they one of the best teams in football? And right now, I don't see why not. The Saints could be an intriguing matchup for them. The Saints might be able to make this a little bit of a closer game, but I still will pick the Titans to win. But then again, now that I have confidence in the Titans, they'll probably lose because that's just the way it goes. Moving on, you got an AFC South matchup between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. The Jacksonville Jaguars prove that nobody knows what the hell is going on in the NFL, especially this year. The Jaguars get blown out by the Seahawks and then take on the Buffalo Bills and beat them 9-6. What? Josh Allen had a trifecta, a sack, a fumble recovery, and an interception on Josh Allen. Everyone goes, where the hell was this defense? Where, where was anything? Their offense, they still weren't great, though they were going up against the Buffalo Bills defense, who was pretty damn good. They're going to be taking on the Colts, who the Colts are very uneven. Some games they're like, oh, they look like they put it together, and then some games they look like hot diddly garbage. They demolished the Saints last Thursday night. I think that you're going to have a similar uh, result here, in which Jonathan Taylor is going to continue to run all over teams, and the Jaguars... You know, that was a great win you had against the Bills. That's probably your Super Bowl. should probably just turn the TV off now. Following that, you have, in my opinion, what will probably be one of the games of the week in which you got the Cleveland Browns taking on the New England Patriots. This is intriguing because, one, the playoff implications are wild. Two, you have two teams that are starting to maybe kind of get a little bit of a bounce back. Patriots, they've won three straight. Yes, the quality of those opponents haven't really been great, in which you have the Jets and the Panthers, but they beat the Chargers in there. Their defense and their strong run game is keeping them in games. On top of that, Mac Jones is being efficient with the football. He's not lighting it up by any means, but getting it done. Meanwhile, the Browns, they were struggling for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, They come back and they beat the Bengals 41-16 to and light it up. The defense is clicking. The offense without OBJ is looking real good. Nick Chubb running all over teams and Baker Mayfield playing mistake-free football. This is going to be a real close game being played in Foxborough. I'm going to give the slight edge to the Browns, but in all honesty, this could go either way. And if the Patriots want to prove that they're actually contenders and could actually play in the playoffs this year... This is the game that they need to win. Moving on, you got an AFC East matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the New Jersey Jets. The Bills, as we already talked about, suffering an embarrassing loss against the Jacksonville Jaguars, leading to many questions and almost a pattern being established of what the hell is going on with their offense. Josh Allen was just had no time to throw the ball. The offensive line just was rough. You have running backs going down for the Bills. And I think the Bills are still going to find their footing. It's just right now they're kind of going through an, an identity crisis, if you will. Their defense is still very solid. The Jets, I mean, they're not a good football team. However, Mike White is supposed to play this Sunday and will get the start. And so maybe that makes that offense a little bit more intriguing, considering he threw for over 400 yards against the Bengals. Didn't really play against the Colts because he wound up getting hurt. Maybe this is a close game. Maybe if the offense struggles and you have that D-line of the Jets step up, maybe they're able to get a similar result to what happened in Jacksonville last week. But I am going to pick the Bills to have a little bit of a bounce-back game here. And if they don't and you lose to the Jets, then it's seriously time to panic. Moving on, you got the Detroit Lions taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Lions! Man, they can't find a win. And what's so upsetting is, like, you had all these upsets this week, and you're like, oh, maybe the Lions. No, wait, they're not playing. Never mind. Meanwhile, (laughs) you have the Steelers, uh, who thankfully uh, had the refs on their side uh, playing with them on Monday night, able to escape the Chicago Bears. Defense is still good, uh, even if they don't have the refs on their side. Uh, Najee Harris, still really, really good, and I think will develop into a really good player if that offensive line doesn't get him killed. I'm going to pick the Steelers here because it just doesn't seem like anything is going right for the Lions. The Lions, I thought they could beat the Eagles, and then they got blown out by the Eagles. So, I mean, if there's any good news for the Lions, they're getting closer and closer to that number one overall pick. So, you got that going for you. Following that, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming out of their bye week to take on the Washington football team. The Buccaneers losing some people to injury. Guys like Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski again. Not going to be a full strength heading into Sunday's matchup against the Washington football team. A wild card rematch from last year. Though the Washington defense is not good this year. Their D-line got a little bit better. A little bit better. They are definitely improving. Taylor Heinke looking like he will play on Sunday. If he can stay healthy, maybe he can give the Buccaneers' defense a little bit of trouble, of course, a little scary Terry action. But I think the Buccaneers are going to be able to roll the Washington football team. I don't think this is going to be particularly close. The only thing I have to watch out for is how terrible that field is for the Washington football team, because that's going to injure you quicker than, oh, I don't know, any of their quarterbacks. Then you got the proverbial cat and bird game. The Panthers versus the Cardinals. The Panthers, they, oh, God, they're bad. Sam Darnold struggling mightily. Three interceptions against the Patriots. Got knocked out. He got a freaking fracking fracture. (laughs) Freaking fracking fracture. See what I did there? The alliteration is strong. P.J. Walker from the XFL is going to be starting for the Panthers this weekend, taking on the Cardinals' who walloped the 49ers with Colt McCoy and James Conner. Chase Edmonds, gone. DeAndre Hopkins, gone. Kyler Murray, gone. Doesn't matter. Still destroyed a division rival. The Cardinals right now, I think, are the best team in football. As proven that until the Packers get Aaron Rodgers back, but that's neither here nor there. And the Cardinals are going to be looking to increase that distance between them and the Rams. And this should be an easy game for them to do that. Moving on, you got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the L.A. Chargers. Both teams embroiled in close, tough matchups last week. The Vikings, as we talked about, had a lead, blew it. Had massive, massive plays and then blew it. Yeah, that second half was uh, hot diddly garbage. Offense couldn't get anything going, and the uh, defense allowed Lamar Jackson to do Lamar Jackson things. Went into overtime, which at this point is no surprise for the Minnesota Vikings, and they lost there. Again, not really a total surprise for the Vikings. They usually are not doing too well in these close games. Meanwhile, the Chargers able to get it back a little bit. Going up against the Eagles, you saw Justin Herbert kind of break out again. Two touchdowns through the air, one on the ground, played well. Eckler did okay. The defense... Becoming a little bit of a problem for the Chargers. Not as good as some people anticipated, including myself. This actually could wind up being a really close game. The Vikings just seem to love that. They're playing in L.A., which means nothing. There'll probably be lots of Vikings fans there. I'm going to have the Chargers win this one, but I would not be surprised whatsoever if the Vikings came out and actually were able to steal it. Moving on, you got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Denver Broncos. This is a tough game. The Broncos just destroyed the Cowboys, and you're like, where the hell has this team been? Meanwhile, the Eagles losing a close game to the Chargers, as we were just talking about. Jalen Hurts. You know, uh, the the fan base is kind of like, I don't know if I like you a whole lot, but our wide receivers are pretty good. Not Jalen Rager. We're not talking about you. But uh, the Eagles are just an inconsistent football team, and they're really tough to try and pin down. Meanwhile, the Broncos, I mean, was it a fluke win? Are they just going to commit to running the ball all the time, which is what they should be doing? If they do that, the Broncos are going to win. However... I don't trust the Broncos enough to do that. So I'm actually going to have the Eagles go into mile high and sneak away a win here. I think Jalen Hurts and his scrambling tendencies might be a little tough for that defense to counter. And so because of that... I'm actually going to pick the Eagles. Moving on, you got the Seattle Seahawks with the return of Russell Wilson to take on hopefully Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. The Seahawks getting Russell Wilson back as he announced on Twitter in the most cringy way absolute possible. And the Seahawks with Geno Smith have done just enough to kind of stay alive in games uh, or they just to absolutely destroy the Jaguars. And they need to keep start winning football games because they are second to last in their division. You have two teams in the Cardinals and the Rams, which are really, really high above them. And the Seahawks are going to need a boost here. Now, the Packers, uh, it all depends on who's playing at quarterback. Uh, If it's Aaron Rodgers, I think the Packers win this game and uh, we all go home. Their defense was amazing against the Kansas City Chiefs. With all those injuries, they looked like a top five defense. And so the Packers, hopefully a little bit healthier. Dave Bakhtiari should get activated today. He should be coming back. The offensive line should be able to improve there. Elton Jenkins is able to move back to where he needs to be. And so with Aaron Rodgers back, which is what I'm anticipating, I say the Packers take this one. Russell Wilson usually struggles in Lambeau Field. And I think with this defense, he might struggle again. Then look into the Sunday night game. You got an AFC West matchup between... The Chiefs and the Raiders. The Chiefs able to keep their slight win streak alive, knocking off the Aaron Rodgers-Less Packers. Though they didn't really do it in impressive form, it looks like the Chiefs kept trying to give away that game. They were just like, hey, we're just going to blitz you, and it just worked, but it came down to the very end in a Patrick Mahomes miracle play for them to actually win that game 13-7. So I don't know if there's a lot of confidence there. Meanwhile, the Raiders... You know, after going through so much adversity and coming away with wins, lost to the New Jersey Giants last week and did not look good while they did it. They just could not score in the red zone. Hats off to the Giants for that defensive performance. This is going to be a close game. Last year when these two teams met, they were classics. I'm actually going to pick the Raiders here. And I'm not entirely confident in that pick. It's just that the Chiefs haven't done enough to impress me lately. Their defense, while they looked good last week, was going up against a guy who was making his first career start. Other than that, the defense not really so good. The offense is just struggling. They should have put up more points considering the positions that they put themselves in. And because of that, the Raiders, I know they're struggling a little bit, but I'm going to have them go for a little bit of an upset here and get the W. And finally, you got the Monday night showdown between the L.A. Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams, as we talked about, got embarrassed on Sunday night. Meanwhile, the 49ers, they just got embarrassed on Sunday as a whole. And probably for that entire week, it's going to continue. Colt McCoy beat you guys without DeAndre Hopkins, uh, without Chase Edmonds. Yeah, the 49ers, uh, they are a, a broken compass in the wind and there's magnets everywhere. They're directionless. They don't look good is what I was trying to say there. Yeah, the 49ers do not look like a good football team. The Rams, they need this win. They need to continue that momentum. It's looking like maybe that division is not going to be so easy for them to obtain. Von Miller, if he plays, he could be a difference maker. Either way, I do have the Rams taking this just because I have no faith in the 49ers. I picked you to win last week, and you failed me. So you're in the doghouse now. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you think this week is going to shake out? How are you doing in the Pick'em League? Let me know. You know, guys find me at TomGrassiComedy.com or TomGrassiComedy on all social media. You can see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash and the YouTube members. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Grassi. And as always, Go back Go.